Hello and welcome back to the Ark of E podcast. My name is Noah and I am here with a very special guest. Uh, Mr. Nathan Stevens is joining me. Howdy. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being here. Uh, we'll, we'll introduce you to Nathan proper in just a moment, but uh, we're here to uh, get you excited about the year in music. Yeah. Uh, for 2023. So many interesting possible upcoming albums yes some that we know are happening some that are still speculative and maybe have been for years at this point i think we both know the one we're talking about off the top of my head of speculative maybe happening but we're all uh kind of dbz putting our spirit bomb energy into having this album be released all holding our hands up yes uh kind of thought it was gonna happen last year and it didn't but we'll, we'll talk about that one in a minute okay who who are you nathan for the like listeners, I'm getting Nardward uh, here. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the comparison. It's, it's I, just I who are that's you? A, that's just a, to start that's off. a high bar. But uh, yes, break it down for us. Uh, you and I met uh, through a mutual friend a couple months ago uh, at an open mic. Um, I was struck by your your vocal talents. You, you guys are already hearing the dulcet tones, of course. <laughs> um, and you're an incredible singer songwriter. And uh, we we started collaborating we've been working on some stuff uh nothing that's public yet but more on that in the future uh but yeah so i was introduced to you as just an amazing musician but what what do you do what's your what's your deal man (laughs) um at the moment i'm here in south carolina working for the post and courier newspaper um as a digital editor producer podcaster man um my background is in broadcast in terms of actual jobs that pay me money uh-huh. to in which to uh, trade for consumable get, items and rent paid to broadcast this is <laughs> this sounds like a really cool idea i'm not familiar with it as a broadcaster I won't say the podcasting of, usually of going on uh, seven yeah. years now uh continue sorry uh yeah the background uh, i'm originally from texas the background is in broadcast journalism uh, lived and worked all over the place, including some stints in South America and um, now here in Charleston, South Carolina. In terms of extracurricular activities, so to speak, uh, I run my own podcast called The 2010s, which had originally started as a retrospective of the best music of the that decade. Uh, and interviewing artists, we got to talk to people like Yaysayer and Baths and Yaz Ahmed, who, if you don't know her, did all the horn arrangements for Radiohead over the 2010s so that was really wonderful and it got relaunched i guess about a year and a half ago to just be kind of a music collection site recommendations and interviews again we got a patreon up i'm sure we can link to that later but uh, i actually just got enough people to cover my server costs so that is fantastic that's a big deal Congratulations. yeah and then musically uh i go by the name makaija which is m-i-c-a-j-a-h um, named after my great 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 something who died at the Battle of the Alamo, okay. and I do weird gothic folk country kind of stuff in a baritone way. It's very good. Uh, check him out on Thank Spotify. You. We will link to all of that in the description, but we'll also tag up on some plugs at the end. Sick. So those are uh, some some pretty credible credentials, if I may. <laughs> and uh, in resume format yes, for you right here. We of course, you know, we got. We've got to introduce where, where this perspective is coming from, because uh, as as listeners of the, uh, it used to be the music arc, uh, will know, my brother and I are uh, lovers, not experts, uh, is 
kind of how we we frame all of this uh with that in mind uh what are what are you listening to right now i'm curious uh current and or you know what just whatever's swimming around there so people can get a flavor for your taste and then we'll get into uh some recommendations yeah what have i been listening to recently i stumbled back upon an album that i had listened to a couple of times but it had not really caught me is the album i troll the megahertz by prefab sprout Okay. Um, people might be familiar with Prefab Sprout as kind of a sophisty pop band from the 80s, a much sillier version of Roxy Music, basically. Uh, they're great. But uh, Patty McAloon, who is the lead singer, briefly lost his eyesight for a year, I think in the late 90s or early 2000s, had to be on bed rest and taken care of. And he trawled through radio stations and picked up compositions and ended up doing a MIDI composer work that he then submitted to, I guess, a Philharmonic somewhere. And it's um, just this really incredibly moving pop orchestral piece. Reminds okay. me of Burt Bacharach a lot in terms of uh, just the way he's able to make these ornamentations of music. Um, a lot of saxophone and trumpet solos over these sweeping orchestral compositions. Some spoken word stuff as well. Some of it coming from the radio. I think that's, that's just fantastic. Uh, another record that I... This is like an obvious missed out on it but you know okay i'm late to the party because i wasn't born then uh charlie mingus um black the uh black saint and the center lady um kind of a little bit avant-garde uh hints of flamenco um it was for a ballet score but just one of the single finest jazz records i've ever listened to in my entire life just absolutely incredible um and then there's an artist I, I think we'll be talking about later because it's on my list of uh, albums coming out soon. Basically, a record I'm never not listening to is called Radio Amore by Tim Hecker. Um, ambient, uh, his second ever album. He's a Canadian ambient noise musician. And just the textures he gets on that record are some of the most immersive and warm I've ever heard in my entire life. So those are those are like, if we're doing the Fantano, Fantano scale, those are like three tens. Three tens me. in the rotation right Yeah. Now. Okay, uh, I hope you had your notepads ready, people, <laughs> or Spotify open. Uh, and again, we'll, uh, I'll try and get you to make a list for me so we I can will. include it in of the course. description because uh, we're throwing out a lot of names. Uh, okay, so I every Friday I make kind of make my music day at this point. I'm mm-hmm. addicted to podcasts, so that's that fills in most of my listening time for the week. But on Fridays, when I'm writing into work, I make the effort to like, all right, I'm going to go check out the release radar on Spotify, see if anything new dropped, like, that's recommended to me. Inevitably, I always end up finding out like, oh, one of my favorite bands released an album in January of this year. And I find out about it in like November when I'm mm. going to like make my list. So I try and avoid that by like every Friday, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scour, I'm going to check everything out. So my big one recently, they've released two singles now we're getting a new tennis record mm, yeah. very very soon i don't know how you feel about tennis we've never talked about them off mic great synth pop bands have very you, fun have you had the pleasure of seeing them live no we caught them in Asheville uh about a year ago and it was it was incredible i was absolutely blown away the the consistency and the fidelity to how it sounds on the record versus how they reproduce it live i was just i was 
how are they doing this? This is incredible. And it still left room for some like live improvisational and a different flair on a few tracks. But for the most part, I was just like, it's just like her, her live vocal impeccable and the vengeance sense that they're using are just, I mean, you know, well, that's I'm all stuff. about it. Yeah. I'm all about it. I love it. Uh, so yeah, they've had two singles out so far and I'm, I'm very excited. I think I, it feels like, I don't know. It's weird to say more of the same, but uh, it definitely doesn't feel like this huge departure from the previous record. Uh, but I'm I'm still very excited. So if you make a good pizza, you continue to make the good pizza. That exactly. Just give me give me more of the thing you guys are great at, which are just like gorgeous gorgeous pop songs that are drenched in like sadness and and uh, yeah, like like the best pop music. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's one I wanted to throw out from the top tennis, which popped up for me. Uh, this Friday, most recently. So they have two singles out. I don't know what the name of that record's going to be, but I know it's imminent. So that's one to get excited about. Their previous sure. record was on my top 10 of the year it came out, which I guess that was 2020 or 2021? 2020, I and think. And it's a blur at this yeah, point. Um, but, time has no meaning. Uh, yes. If you had the chance to see them live, I highly recommend okay. it. Uh, well, I think, I think the big one, and this is the big one that also has a mountain of asterisks on it of like, will it come out? Mm-hmm. is what we've talked about off stage off screen off camera whatever oh, Frank Ocean. Is, the, yeah, it remains my most anticipated until it inevitably comes out <laughs> whatever year that may be i know you're a little i know you're a little more plugged in i don't I, not that you have some like secret information okay. but i just wanted to talk to you about we got those uh singles mm-hmm. what two years ago now and the implication with the artwork and everything was like okay i see like it looks like a track list it looks like they all have their own individual icon essentially and it's like okay i can see what the, and he was teasing like it's really based on like my experience in like french discos and like the club scene in europe etc and i was like that's exciting okay very interested i was digging the singles uh and then obviously the pandemic hit and nothing happened so i'm i'm like is that record scrapped because he does very much seem like the kind of artist who would just be like, yeah, yeah, it's not, it doesn't feel like the right time for a dance record. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pull back on this. I'm going to do something else. I would not be surprised if it's scrapped. Uh, I do not have any insider info on what is going on over at Frank Ocean HQ uh, on any level. Yeah. Um, we can I only did, speculate. I can, did hear someone say, well, now, you know, during the pandemic, at least it's good for Frank Ocean because he can go back to his favorite thing, not releasing new albums. <laughs> um, that is his favorite thing to do. <laughs> apparently. But uh, I, I would settle for just, again, a few stray singles, maybe, or a feature even. But uh, you know, I, I, take your time. Do what you, do what you got to do. I know it's hard to follow up two masterpieces. I know, I know there's... Probably a little bit of pressure on you. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. No, I've got no clue what he's doing. I know he's doing some fashion brand stuff. He's always doing fashion brand stuff. He's got some interesting merch stuff. Uh, he has blonde radio. You know, he's he's got a lot of irons in the fire that are not necessarily just a straight-up album release. But, he, you know, the thing is, I'm not really interested in all the, the reason I am interested in... The, in yeah, the peripheral stuff will only satiate you to a certain point. It's... And, and, it's a, it's that a, point has long passed. It's a water <laughs> dropper as compared to an actual yeah. like glass of water. It's so, something just tells me, I don't know the the proximity of the release of Dam and Blonde, and then the wait 
and then it's like we just got Mr. Morale last year. Kind of seemed like it was maybe going to be a bigger thing than it ultimately was in mm-hmm. the culture, if you will. But I wonder if he was kind of like, I'm, I'm going to sit this year out. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and just uh, and he might just do that my in time perpetuity. You know, like just forever. So that that obviously that remains the number one slot. Uh, <laughs> With again, yes, a lot of question marks around it. Yes, um, not to just stay in the in the synth pop vein with uh the tennis recommendation but future islands is another band dropped one single last year i know they've been working on it but it didn't show up last year so i think it's imminent and i think it's i think it's coming in the summer and uh sam was just on a new algiers single as well listen to this um and so obviously busy because sam herring also has Hemlock Ernst, which is his rap career. Which was a fantastic... Uh, Surprisingly uh, excellent. Really, really good stuff. Uh, what was the... I, I will pull up the name of that record as well. Yeah, but he worked with like Milo or Rap Ferrara, whatever he's that rapper is going by now on Ruby Yacht. And yeah, he he's a similar guy of like, there's obviously a lot of stuff in the periphery for him because Sam is such a huge hip hop fan. It was uh, Back at the House yes, uh, from 2019, which I, I think cracked my top 10 that year. I'd have to go back and listen to that episode, which you guys totally should because <laughs> it's on this feed. Plug, plug, plug. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, I would be really excited to hear that. That is obviously not to the effect of Frank Ocean in terms of like doing 5,000 extracurricular activities. But is, Okay, yeah. so I, I, I'm sorry if you yeah. just referenced this, but so he did release two singles. Uh, in 2022, which I totally mm-hmm. missed, with Kennebec mm-hmm. and Sudan Archives. Yeah, that's who you were just. Uh, Algiers is this year. Okay, though. Algiers yeah. is this yeah. year. Yeah, but it's as Sam, not yeah, under not the as Hemlock Ernst label. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So obviously a very busy dude. But All right, it's... three songs for me to add to my playlist. Thank you. <laughs> of course, very busy dude. But I'm not sure what that necessarily means for Future Islands proper. Yes, uh, I mean we can tease this i don't know maybe we'll throw it out on soundcloud at some point we are working on our our own version of inch of dust one of my favorites with the trilands uh and yeah i stole you away to have this conversation before we get back to that because i need an episode for this week and you were happy to oblige so thank you so much uh yeah hit me with another one we're gonna go synth poppy we're gonna go art poppy we're gonna go some people are saying this generation's kate bush uh which i'm gonna Hold off on until we get more I'm than gonna, one record out of her. Pump the brakes. Uh, Caroline Polachek. Okay. Uh, Unfamiliar. You've met, you've mentioned her to me, but I have yet to check her out. So. Formerly of Chairlift. Okay. Uh, the indie pop, synth pop, pitchfork darlings of the early 2010s. Went out on her own for a couple of singles. Really started working with the PC music people, including A.G. Cook, who produced her last record. And her last record, which was her debut under her solo name, was called Pang. And it was a big, big grower for me when I eventually initially listened to it. I thought it was a very good synth pop record. At this point, I, it is like just completely had its hooks in my brain, in my ears. Um, a lot of songs that ended up kind of going viral in certain kind of TikTok areas, like So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings, which great title. Yeah. Um, and um, a lot of really interesting artistry and visual stuff as well. She released a scattered amount of singles in between Pang and this new one. And then this year she finally released 
two songs um, for the new record, which is, I believe, called Desire Let Me Become You. Um, and the first one was called Welcome to My Island, which is a pretty freaky little synth pop tune that goes in a different direction than I was expecting for her. But the other singles so far, uh, especially the song Billions and the song Bunny was Bunny is a Rider, which I think Pitchfork has that had as their best song of 2020. Um, bangers, just bangers. Uh, she's got a really interesting way of doing her work. It's very much her. Her voice is immaculate. And um, her warped version of pop is just something that's very engrossing to me. I, I'm excited to check her. I think um, it's up your alley, man. What, I, yes. Uh, we will also say, we'll, we'll link this at the end of the episode, but and you need to just help me remember. Yeah. But let's just put together a little playlist, a yeah. curated Archive uh, selects by Nathan. Yeah. Uh, and we can throw all of these tracks you've mentioned and the things to get excited Except for about. Frank, because nothing exists. Except there's, point. yeah, there's nothing. For Come on, Frank. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what you, you mentioned AG me? Cook. You mentioned AG yeah. Cooks. I was just gonna say my only. I need somebody else that I'm like. Oh God, I actually need to check them out because they did a remix of the previous Perfume Genius record, mm-hmm. uh, which I have. That was my favorite remix off of that the, that second release. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, the um, PC music dudes and gals and them's continue to just really do some incredible work um, and definitely infiltrating the mainstream in ways I was not expecting, especially with working with artists like Charlie XCX and stuff like that. Yes. Um, shamelessly, because uh, pe- listeners will know they're my favorite band, uh, Modest Mouse has threatened to release a new <laughs> a new <laughs> record imminently. He, Isaac is constantly saying like, oh no, we're going to, we're going to get better on like closing the gap on like, we're not going to keep taking forever. I still think that that's bullshit because the golden casket felt like this is our last album Mm -hmm. ever to me in many ways. It felt like a, a retrospective of almost the entirety of their career. Um, very self-reflective, very different mood and tone compared to pretty much everything else. And over time has grown to probably like my third favorite record Mm -hmm. in the discography. Um, even though I think even my close friends who like we we bonded over Modest Mouse, I feel like we're not like they didn't go for it. They kind of slept on it. I don't know. Anyways, so if we get something beyond Golden Casket, I'm very interested to see what it would be. And I feel like it might be even more like maybe maybe we finally get that ugly Casanova record that we never the sequel that we never got. Mm-hmm. But it's just a Modest Mouse record that is like. No, we're going to go back almost to like sappy, sad sucker days and just get really, really weird and make like a magnum opus of like just playing around with stuff. I'd be down for that. I would be very down for that. Um, They're currently on a European tour or no, they're going to Australia, excuse me, coming up. Uh, I have not been able to see them for this tour live and I'm very upset about it. So Hopefully, they always do like two or three rounds in the U.S., so I look forward to catching them again. I don't know if I've mentioned that to you, but yes, they are my favorite band. I did, did not actually know that. that, it's, not it's that, it's that is, are you immediately like, i got to stop collaborating with this no, guy? No, no. <laughs> You're not a Modest Mouse fan. No, uh, Lonesome Crowd of West is one of my favorite indie records. It's, I mean, it's immaculate. That's that's my number one. 
yeah. obviously. No, it should, uh, as it should be. <laughs> yes. Uh, Moving Erica second. And now, yeah, Golden Casket is third. I I actually have a friend of mine named Hunter up in Portland, and we have an ongoing joke of, since I'm from Texas, he makes fun of me a lot because I went to University of Oregon, brought some Texasness with me, and mm-hmm. Texas, as it does, embarrassed itself on national stage various times during my stint up in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. And so we occasionally just send each other text messages of, uh, instead of Florida man, it being Texas man, it just opens with Cowboy Dan. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my one of my former coworkers, who I bonded with Modest Mouse over, uh, introduced me to a Facebook group about a year and a half ago, and it was one of those where it's like, oh, you got to like answer a survey or whatever, and we'll decide if you can be let in. And I I kind of regret it. I, every day I'm like I should leave it, but it's it, it's it's just a bunch of Modest Mouse fans, and I, I every once in a while it's like when I go to their shows and I'm like guess i am one of you guys but like at the same time i don't know it's a weird fan base man uh yes i could expect just from but the amount of well well memes. oh the well memes are hilarious I, i'm not even in I that mean, group and i'm aware i, of I like, was gonna say it's like you think you won't get sick of them but like it can happen they're definitely like in a given day where i'm like guys guys like it's, can we take the a breather top two weird vocal texts for me are uh Isaac Brock's well, and uh, Rob Zombie's yeah, yeah. It's the exact same. You can just like cut up about two minutes worth of both of them just from random songs. That is that is their um. That is their like. It's it's yes. amazing. Yes, like most people go with a placeholder here. I'm gonna make it a whole thing. Multiple part, notes. Make it part of my identity. Well. Oh man. Um, uh, I, so yeah, I'm yeah. all. I'm also another another group that I'm in a perpetual state of just like, yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll release another record. I'm always excited when they do, and I always like it more than I think. Consistently, it's like my my group of friends. It's like you could see the diminishing returns from like good news forward. Mm. It's like yeah. we were dead came out right at the perfect time for us, where we were all just like fucking like love this record or whatever and then i feel like a few years later they were all like yeah it's all right but i i like i like the earlier ones we were dead was my introduction so it's got a nostalgic tap as well to it uh beyond just like i think it's a great record yes i will always have a soft spot for that one just because i got to see johnny marr play guitar (laughs) in person and and meet him afterwards oh wow and one of like one of those people where you're just like shaking his hand and you're like please let some this energy is some of your essence can it just leak off on me please uh yeah i have a record that is kind of on the opposite stage which was i was aware this artist was going to come out with something and i was like that will be cool Mm -hmm. not really thinking about it until the first single came out and it might be my lowest listened to song of the year so far i've been jamming it all of this month it's the new yeji record okay um she is a new york i believe brooklyn based dj um you want to spell that for me that is y a e j i y a g all righty um she first popped up on my radar because she made a very down tempo house remix cover of drake's passion fruit which was actually lush and gorgeous and she's kind of become known for not yet releasing full albums, but doing mixtapes, doing remixes, a little bit like Todd Tersh, where Todd Dersh. it's like, are you going to release something yet? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just been so I was just like, well, 
she's a great DJ. She's a great remix artist. Maybe she's just on the boards for Dua Lipa and whoever, and that's fine. And then she came out with a, a song called For Granted, which uh, is the single for her album With a Hammer. I believe that's the title that'll come out later this year. And it is this incredible slow build over a short song, which is impressive that bursts at the end into this frenetic jungle beat. And I was like, okay, if Yeji's making a full jungle record, I'm, I'm in, I love jungle. Um, it is a, there are certain chords in house music and certain like samples within jungle music that if you put it into the song, I like the song. Like it does not matter what the rest of it is, but this song in particular, because of the, her master mastery of the dynamics of just building and building and building and building to this ending, uh, was just absolutely spectacular. And it's super catchy too. I was like, yeah, if the rest of this record has this drum and bass jungle UK garage from the nineties, um, kind of spin on it, here for it here for it so that's been the song i've listened to the most this year so i would be i think not well within my rights to not say yeah this is a record to look out for if you're into electronica if you're into dance if you're into that kind of 90s um you know goldie bjork early bjork that sort of stuff yeah okay uh i would say highest on the list of recommendations thus far uh we got a new single. I don't know how you feel about them. Not exactly like my favorite band in the world, but I am intrigued by this project just because of the amount of... It feels like it's going to be like the indie opus of the year, or at least it's trying to be. The Nationals' new record. I, I'm curious to see how that comes out because there were a couple of... I think the album artwork looks like it's a um, Jack Antonoff album. Yeah. Uh, which worried me a little bit. The first single was good. Not anything like blowing my head back, but it was good. I liked it. Yes. And uh, it's definitely, you're one of those. I'm like, oh, this is what they mean by like, this is like dad, dad rock indie music. But like, I, that's where I'm at now, I guess. Because I'm like, yeah, most people would be like, oh, it's just like, I mean, this is like a, cli- a cliche of like what indie music sounds like. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but it works. Maybe it this is the record song. that breaks off like, Wilco did as they were going into the 2010s where it's like now this for some people that were in the age and mindset for it are like oh this is my comfy sweater right yes <laughs> absolutely okay maybe it is who knows but okay so we know um Phoebe Bridger's supposed to be on there right um, Taylor Swift and Uncle Sufjan yes that was the other I was trying to think of the big three yeah uh I'm interested to see where that goes. I like the last one quite a bit. I I would be really curious. I the weird. Excuse me. There's to the two recent ones because there's like the yeah. soundtrack album. I liked all the recent stuff, <laughs> and I am not. I didn't. They were a band I came to like really late. Okay. And so yeah, I don't have that attachment to like the early records and stuff. So I'm just like, oh okay, I I like this stuff, I guess. But I haven't delved back. So I maybe... no. I'd just be really curious about that because I. I've never been a huge Taylor Swift fan, but I did like uh, the mm. two folky albums she put out. Um, I thought the duet with Bonnie Vare on one of whichever, I think that was Evermore, was really good. And uh, I got to admit, the last record, I didn't love the whole thing, but the song Antihero kind of slaps. Okay. Um, and I think a big part of that is because she is like, she's she's admitting she's the problem. 
and and a lot of these things and it's like a very interesting self-effacive stuff so i'd be interested to see what how she sounds with matt berenger who is always self-effacing yes uh and then I have a complicated relationship with Phoebe Bridger's music. I do not like her solo work, but her work with Boy Genius, which I think... And that full length is not out. Is it going to be a full length or is it just a little EP? I think it's a full length because they released those three singles, which is okay. each one of their, you know, whoever took the principal songwriting yes. on it. I think I think you're spot on with The National being like kind of the dad rock indie opus of the year of like... What you're what you were saying before, like if you're in the space for it, that is going to be your record. For people like, I don't know if it's a little bit younger or just more in the sad girl mindset, and that is not gendered. That is just I, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be boy genius. That is going to be that is going to top a lot That's of people's people up there for. Yeah. yeah. Um, in that vein of female supergroups, one that I, I, there's been no teasing of them ever doing mm-hmm. anything. And did you ever listen to that record from Nice as Fuck? No. Okay. Jenny Lewis and I'm in uh, already. <laughs> uh oh my gosh. I don't I don't want to mess this up, so give me just a sec. Nice as fuck is the band name from the album Nice as Fuck 2016. And oh my gosh. This sounds similar to the K Slang Vares uh super similar super group trio. Now I have to Google it. Of course. Please vamp for me. Oh, no. It's just it's, it's interesting to look at Boy Genius because I really like Lucy Dacus the most out of that group. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, genesis of that group reminded me a lot of what happened with Nico Case, Laura Vares, and Katie Lang all worked together on exactly one album. And it was this perfect harmony-filled album. And I, kinda, I feel like it paved the way a little bit for some of these other interesting, like, uh, Lucius, Lucius, and Joseph, and these other like multiple women doing these spectacular harmonies in these like very well produced and incredibly sad albums. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice as fuck. Consisted of Jenny Lewis, obviously, yes. Erica Forster mm. from Arvar Simone, mm-hmm. and uh, Tennessee Thomas of the like. Okay, I gotta listen to that. Just. Super lo-fi, like drum and bass, gro- groovy, poppy tunes. Great album, start to finish. You would love it. All right. Uh, finally, I got to recommend something you. I mean, you I'm big know. on Rilo Kylie, so I'm like, uh, I'm gonna be about that. Yeah, and they've never done anything since. I think it might have just been a one-off, but that's. I'm like, that was a really cool super crew. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah you should we'll we'll go listen to them as soon as we wrap this episode (laughs) uh any other ones you want to shout out yeah i got two more both kind of in the electronic world although very different intentions there's a group called Overmono, okay which is a uk electronic duo of two brothers i was introduced to them last year through a song called gunk which was maybe my favorite electronic dance you know song of last year just hyper hyper catchy it reminded me like of a less morose burial, I guess. Okay. Uh, I, I know moroseness uh, and burial kind of go hand I, in hand. I was going to say, I really, yeah, I really like that record. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just awesome. And they've released a couple of singles. Uh, they just seem to be churning out stuff, but they have a song or an album coming out this spring called Good Lies. And the first tune from it is called Is You, which is a similarly 
amazing soul sample flipped into this kind of heart wrenching but very danceable tune um so i think the rest of that if it's of a similar caliber reminds me a lot of um caribou okay uh, dance smice stuff or his solo stuff is daphne and then the last one is the guy i mentioned at the very beginning of this tim hecker um he not only scored the new david cronenberg movie which was great you I just saw, saw it right yeah i just saw infinity pool and i was listening to cronenberg on a podcast and he referenced that the, the uh, okay it sorry it all just clicked yeah. uh I absolutely love that score, and I need to play you my two songs that I created right after, after I watched that movie, and I was like, yes. okay, this is like what yeah. I would do with it, yeah, taking off in that vein, and I want to see what you think of them now. Okay, um, um, so he has a solo record coming out? Yeah, he hadn't had a solo record in a couple of years, um, but had been doing scoring, obviously. This one, and then what there has was... he done? Did he, did he do Possessor, his prior one no he did not do okay. possessor i think this is the first like major movie he did an hbo series called north water something to that effect the, uh it was a bbc co-pro with sky it errors on amc if you have amc plus sorry the north water yeah incredible score and incredible show That's it was on hard. my my brother's top 10 a couple uh, two years ago watch the north water uh holy okay the, dude okay so yeah this, this guy of, needs I, to be you, in your rotation you yes you're like unlocking but he's got a new one called wow. uh, no high that will come out or no highs that'll come out later this year the first single dropped eight minutes long uh ambient but in the same way gas is ambient like there's a propulsive kick under it and kind of driving movement to it it's a little bit scary it's got colin stetson of uh, who scored hereditary uh, mm-hmm. his, uh, his saxophone work, which is also scary, uh, over it. Um, yeah, this is the, out of everything I've said so far, this is the least good time record, I would say. Okay. Uh, but it's going AKA to. AKA Noah's favorite yeah. time, <laughs> He guess. scored a David Cronenberg movie. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Brandon Cronenberg. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, every time Tim Hecker, Tim Hecker is probably my favorite ambient art, ambient electronic artist. Every time he releases something, it's an event for me. And I'm really excited to see where he's going with this after he kind of transitioned to scoring and seeing if that rubbed off on him a little bit. Mm -hmm. And if he's thinking of things in a different, more narrative way in his music. So yeah, really excited to see how that scares the pants off me. So yeah, those are my recommendations of like things I'm excited to see. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for those racks. Uh, we will link uh, to a Spotify playlist of, of Nate's recommendations, Nathan's recommendations, excuse me. And uh, yeah, st- so please plug away uh, for your podcast, where they can find your music, etc. Yeah. Um, so for my podcast and music recommendations, uh, I'm at Reasonable Radio on Twitter. Um, the site is called The 2010s. It's the2010s.net. You can find our interviews there, some written stuff, uh, me and the other writers who work there, what we had as our best albums and songs of the last two years, and then overall from the 2010s uh, from that decade. Um, and if you want to look on Patreon, uh, if you want to chip in a couple of bucks, uh, we have perks for those sorts of things. So far, most people who have chipped in have gone through the five dollar tier which gives you the weekly track roundup 
and uh, album roundup. There's an album week and usually about 10 to 15 songs um, I find that are just kind of catch my ear and I send those out. Um, so that's that. As for music, it's Micajah, M-I-C-A-J-A-H. Um, it's on Spotify. The um, EP that is currently out is called Nested Light. It's fantastic. I'm working on a couple. Thank you. They're working on a couple of different things right now, which uh, Noah's actually listened to one of them because I accidentally made a record. And um, I'm also Very on excited the... To, uh... Yeah, to see where that goes. I'm on the rec- a record label out in Austin called Digital Hot Dogs, the wonderfully titled Digital Hot that Dogs. That's awesome. I'm the only label. country artist on there. Everybody else is post punk. Hell it's yeah, great. Um, I think I think those are kind of the main things. And and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for doing it. Uh, my my usual stuff. I've shouted it out before. Uh, Narc lowercase n all caps a r k. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Narc Made Music. Uh, I just released a new single for my brother's birthday. Uh, it's called Subtitle. It is actually the closer off of my upcoming full length, which will be available in March. Got a couple more singles coming out before it drops, but uh, it's kind of reaching back to my, my childhood, which was spent in Japan, as some people will remember. Uh, and so it's kind of an, an Asian-inspired trip-hop, hip-hop synth wave fusion album uh called kaiku and that will be out on march 24th i believe so stay tuned for that check out the new single it's called subtitle and uh yeah follow us on all the things if you want to support the uh the arc of ease patreon that's patreon.com slash the arc of e uh and you can get a jump on our road to reckoning series which is running right now uh you get those once a month but if you want the next episode early you can uh find that over there okay uh until next time uh once again thank you to mr nathan stevens for being here on the rqb podcast thank you man check out all of those spotify recommendations in the description and uh until next time thanks for listening ciao